Welcome to the Hearts Entwined podcast. In this podcast, we'll be having discussions around the secrets which attract lasting, healthy, fulfilling relationships, creating a healthy mindset, and what women should know and understand about men. Introducing your host, Lynn Smith, the Queen of Hearts, relationship expert, trainer, speaker, and best-selling author of The Cupid's Bow Technique. Lynn's mission is to have a positive impact in reducing divorce, domestic violence, and suicide. Welcome to the Hearts Entwined podcast. This is your host, Lynn Smith, the Queen of Hearts. And today I've got a really special guest. Her name is Pooja Shah, and she is a relationship healing coach. So very warm welcome to you, Pooja. Thank you, Lynn. Thank you for having me. You're very welcome. And we're going to be discussing something that's really fascinating that Pooja has devised herself, and that's her Wonder Woman toolkit. But before we get into that, I thought it'd be great to just give the audience a little bit of an idea as to how you've come to be doing what you're doing, Pooja, and a little bit about yourself. So would you care to share a little bit about what's led you to where you are now and why you're doing what you're doing? Yeah, yeah, sure. So um, hi, everyone. I'm Pooja, and I'm a relationship healing coach. And the way I became one is a story in itself. So I have not been coaching all my life. But the reason why I started coaching is because of the troubles that I faced in my own life. And uh, the trouble was that I am a product of a bad marriage. My parents had a bad marriage. And I have seen mostly everyone in my family who had a bad marriage. Looking into which I decided that I, I will never get married, you see, <laughs> this is what kids do when they see their parents bad marriage. But then um, things changed gradually. And then um, I, I did get married because of many reasons. I was pushed to get married and stuff like that. So, and then I realized that the patterns that were in my parents' bad marriage were rooting into my bad marriage. It w- was rooting into my newly wedded marriage as well. And that's the, that's the reason why I decided that there has to be a better way and there has to be something. I am always um, seeking for solutions. I don't like to live with my problems. I'm not someone who can live with problems. So, and I don't like to complain. Yes, I do like to tell everyone if I have a solution to something. So, so this is how it all started in a nutshell. So, Excellent. <laughs> well, I think that's that's how it all starts for most of us, isn't it? That we go through these problems ourselves and we either, you know, are, are driven to try and find solutions for them and then think about, you know what, you know, now I've got these results. I need to get this message out there and share it to the world and, and other women so that they can transform their relationships. I know that's what happened to me. So, Pooja, your Wonder Woman toolkit. Tell us a little bit about that. Yeah. So as I said, when I started to discover, like, what are the solutions? You know, I was trying to mend my parents' relationships all the time. And um, it seems that nothing worked at that moment. There were a lot of uh, self-help books that I read for them. There were other things that we were doing. Obviously, back in that day, there there were not many coaches or counseling, especially from the place that I'm coming from. There was no such thing. All you do is, you know, try to mend everything on your own. And or you suffer in silence. That's what my mom used to do. And when I tried to understand my father's point of view, I understood where the problem was, but somehow I was not able to solve them. 
things kept getting uh, worse and worse for me as a child. I kept blaming myself for everything. I thought like I was the problem to their, you know, to their uh, whatever distress is in between them. I thought I was the problem and I blamed myself so badly that I suffered not just in my studies, but in my career as a whole. I didn't pursue my career the way I wanted to. Anyways, and then when I realized that these are the patterns that I was seeing in my early marriage, I, I learned that, you know, oh my God, I don't want my marriage to be like my parents' marriage, you know, and I don't want to become like my mother. Mm-hmm. So because I knew how kids suffer in a bad marriage. So the reason, um, this is the reason why I started working on everything like for myself like what happens and what doesn't happen what can be taken care of how can I deal with it and this is the time when I took a journey within and I realized that we are all a wonder woman inside we just need an awakening of the real powers that we have and hence that's where the toolkit comes from like the wonder woman toolkit excellent so thank you so much for sharing a little bit about your backstory and what's led you to where you, you are right now and creating this Wonder Woman toolkit. So can you give us an insight then as to um, what, you know, what what has actually contained and, and give us a little bit of an overview as what's contained within the toolkit and how it specifically helps women to, to change their relationship status? Yes, 100%. So uh, Wonder Woman toolkit. So I work uh, with women unhappy in their marriage and I equip them with all the tools that they need to change their marriage without trying to change their husband. So that's why um, Wonder Woman toolkit, which means we don't need to change our husband or we don't need to, you know, any participation from them in order for this marriage to change. So basically I focus on this method, which is working with women. So when I have realized with my marriage and with my parents' marriage that there are certain unhealed wounds that we need to heal in order for our marriage to work. So when you are presented with a problem in your relationship, there is something that is not healed within you. And instead of focusing on the marriage itself, we sometimes focus on our husband and we try to change them, which is not the real problem. The real problem is the problems that we face in our marriage. So my method is around working with women, her emotional you know, kind of um, strengths and making her emotionally strong, healing her wounds and changing your blueprint in order for your marriage to work. So so you don't need a participation from husband. No, and I, you know, this is exactly the way I um, also manage clients' problems is helping them to see that it isn't a blame game. You know, exactly. and it's not about changing their partner it wow. is about looking within and knowing that, you know, we, we have an equal, um, regardless of how bad that situation is, we, we, we're equally responsible for that situation, even if it's just yeah. allowing unacceptable yeah. behaviour, we're still responsible to, yeah. to some degree, you know, so like you say, it is about more looking within and then yeah. by changing our own thoughts, patterns and behaviours, that then has a positive knock-on effect on their behaviour, you know, the partner's behaviour, doesn't it? 
Exactly, exactly. I have witnessed this in my marriage and I have witnessed this as my parents' marriage and now I'm witnessing the same in my client's marriage. And this is so wonderful because we don't need no participation from husband because it is so hard work to change them. I know that because I have a husband myself and mm-hmm. they're not very easy to change. But it is easy to change the way we look at it. It is easy to change, you know, how we react or respond to certain events. And that's what makes the difference. So can you give an, an, as an example, say, for from your own, if you don't mind, um, yes. or maybe a client, obviously, you don't need to mention any names from a confidentiality point of view. But, you know, is, could you talk us through a specific problem that was happening in that relationship? I know it could be one of many that was happening previously that is not now happening. You know, what, what was the challenge that your client was facing that our audience might be able to relate to? Yeah, 100%. So the challenge that she was facing was, you know, she was the one who was looking after three kids and her husband was not participating in any way, let alone be just the housework, but he was not even participating in terms of emotional connections or in terms of talking out certain things or saying like, hey, how's your day been? Is there something I can help you with? Because she had some challenges around her kids and she was not able to cope with with everything on her own. All she needed was some kind of guidance or someone to speak to because sometimes these are the problems that we are not comfortable speaking with either of the families or the friends some things it has to be stay within the family do you know what I mean so this is where she was she this is what she said to me that you know when I need him at the end of the day and he was working different shifts like he was working at night and she was working during the daytime and there was no time when they can connect And she was not working even because she was looking after the kids. So there was no career stuff. So that was her another problem that she wanted to pursue a career in middle of what she was doing. And um, so this is where basically she was. And I think there was a clash in values and principles as well. She valued being on time and he valued doing the things that he likes to do. Like, for example, like, say, fixing, fixing the lights or fixing the curtains or something like that that's in the pipeline. And um, the way he picked up the timings to fix something was uh, was not in kind of, you know, uh, was not aligning with her values because she wanted to be on time for party and he wanted to fix something in the house. So, which will make them late for the party. Do you know what I mean? Yes. (laughs) So this is where they were kind of, and that's the clash uh, that she was facing. And that that is one of the reasons why they were triggered to fall into an argument or you know kind of and then it led to everything that we don't want in a marriage so and then so so when we worked with her and we realized that why is this causing and what was at the core of it is because the way he like the way husband grew up and he had certain blocks from his parents. And the way she grew up, my client, she had blocks from her parents. And when she cleared her end, I think she helped her husband as well to, to do the same. And that is the difference that made the difference. Wow. So it, it, it is like you say, it is looking at the self and you know, um, going within rather than looking at our partner and pointing the finger of blame, isn't it? And uh, so what what were, I suppose, 
you know, one or two exercises that you gave her in terms of, you know, a couple of tools out your Wonder Woman toolbox that you'd yeah. be happy to share with our audience. 100%. So the first tool that we gave her was to go within. Sometimes we feel that going within, it's like doing meditation or stuff like that. But the way I like to put it is, you know, just take out some time for yourself and see how you're feeling, see how you want to do certain things. You know, it's it's just called like a time off from everything, from kids, from house chores and from from whatever you're doing, if it is a job or a career or a side side hustle. And that was the first thing that we gave her to spend some time alone. And this, this, this is the time when you realize that, you know, what is it that I really want? What is it? You, you sit back and watch basically. So that is the first thing that helped her. And the Sorry, second, so observing yourself yeah. and, and, you know, obviously observing what's probably previously gone on for you within your dynamic of your own relationship yeah. or um, yeah. whether that's a marriage or, or just uh, even dating sometimes it can have, yeah. you can have problems can't you yeah yeah 100 percent. and the second thing we did was the self-care routine because the way she described herself we realized that we are not doing what we really want to do either because of kids or because we are so occupied in other things and we just don't have enough time for ourselves. But we do have time for everyone else, but we don't look after ourselves. And when we don't look after ourselves, we are not coming from the right, you know, the right place to look after everyone else. So then she focused on self-care. Sometimes self-care could be, you know, going to going to a spa or something like that. But then for, for her, it was... Uh, pursuing her career so she she started like I don't know she she was she started something and she did not continue that so for her self-care was to continue that because that's what gave her the highest happiness because yeah, I think sometimes we let go of who we really are when we enter a relationship we forget don't we what yeah. we were doing when we were single and not dating yeah. and not in a relationship that fulfilled us and what yeah. was you know attractive to our partners in the first place yeah, exactly. Yeah. So what happened was when she started behaving the way she was before, I think probably her husband eventually catched up with the reality of where they were to start with. Excellent. And I think it does have that definite knock on effect to our partners. You know, we don't have to try and change them because quite often I think women also make the mistake of trying to change their partners to be more like them and then you know if he does comply and actually does behave and be more yeah. like them then we're not attracted to that <laughs> anymore so, so being a coach let me tell you what I was doing under the line is uh, when she, she changed herself in the sense that she looked after herself she observed what she was doing and this is the point where I call you changing your frequency mm. and when change your frequency your husband will eventually catch up I know this is easier said than done but this does happen I'm not saying this happens overnight it does take time but then it it does it does happen like they eventually catch up you know they say vibration is contagious so yes so it's whether it's negative or positive so all we are doing is we're taking control of our frequency we're taking control of our own self and rather than blaming some someone else we take control we take responsibility 
Excellent. And, uh, you know, like you say, I think one of the important things you raised there is raising your own vibration first yeah. and then they and other people as well, you know, yeah. raise theirs to yeah. match, don't they? And like you say, it doesn't happen overnight. Um, yeah. So, you know, it's about giving that time and space as well, yeah. you know, yeah. for that, for those changes to happen and for him to catch up, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, 100%. <laughs> And what, and do you think it's it's possible for any sort of relationship, no matter how bad, or do you think there's actually some situations where you've got to sort of, you know, get them to think about, you know, is this relationship actually ever going to get better? And really, actually, uh, maybe yeah. the, the answer is to, to leave it. Yeah. So the question that I normally ask is, you know, has this relation been always like that since the starting of the marriage? Or was there anything good in your marriage when you got married or something like that you know what I mean mm -hmm. so was there a good phase at all in your marriage yeah or was it like that from the starting so the answer really depends on the client itself I never say to my client that you should stay in your marriage or you should oh. not stay well, all we are saying is, you know, we are only assessing if this marriage has a chance. And if it not, then, you know, you can be happily divorced as well. You don't have to be happily married all the time. But I do believe I value staying married. That's why I do what I do. I don't believe in divorce. I don't believe anyone should get divorced because, you know, the the way we live life, it's uh, better with a partner. Uh, it makes it more beautiful if we know how to deal with each other. Yeah, I suppose, but it's it's like you were saying, you know, a lot of us repeat the cycles, don't we, of our yeah. parents. And yeah. it's knowing that you don't necessarily have to fall into that same trap. You can break that cycle. So if their relationship wasn't a good role model of, or an example of a great relationship, then just know that you don't have to point the finger at yourself and just or at them and, and think that, you know, just because my parents had a bad marriage, then I'm just going to be always having a, a bad relationship. <laughs> it yeah. can change and it is easy to, to yeah. change that cycle and break that pattern isn't it exactly once you know why is it happening you can always deal with it a problem is not a problem if you have a solution so and also I think it's important to say you know that um although I'm like you and I, I, I'm on a mission to sort of have a, a global impact on reducing divorce domestic violence self-harm and suicide because I know all those things come on the back of having poor relationships but what I'd like to um, say is that you know I would never condone anybody staying in a relationship that was toxic for example that exactly. where there was you know um, abuse or um, any sort of violence within it um, yeah but what I think we are saying as coaches and experts is that you know you can prevent it get into that stage and you can actually you know, um, make sure you're not attracting that even in the dating phase from a yeah. partner, can't you? So that you can ensure that you've got the best chance of having a healthy, fulfilling relationship. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Also, I would like to say uh, that, you know, when we say that you can change a relationship on your own, women does not have to take all the burden on her. She should not feel that, oh, now I have to take so much responsibility and it's all down to me whether the marriage will work or not. No, 
we have to be kind to ourselves as well at the end of the day we got so many responsibilities and it's not about you have to do it it's about you are equipping yourself with the tools and you are using it at the right time so this is not like you know like one night hit no it's not like that it's about you are equi- equipping yourself with the right tools and you just apply them when you need it it's all about that so i don't want women to think that oh, oh that much you know the the pain on their themselves or so much heaviness on the shoulders no i think that's a good good point because a lot of us are probably going to be thinking when we're listening to something like this that oh you know why is it always the woman that's got to take that responsibility for creating a healthy change in a relationship and it's not about that but what i have found is that <clears throat> women tend to share you know and men tend not to So, you know, because there is a difference in the way men think, behave, and obviously physically they're different as well, um, they're less likely to seek help. They're less likely because, you know, their ego as well gets in the way. You know, they want to try and be more autocratic and sort out the problem for themselves. You know, they don't think it's manly to to seek help outside of themselves. So um, I think it's important for for us as women to recognise that, you know, it is quite difficult for men to seek help. Yeah. And that's why, you know, women can be the leaders, I suppose, in this and the example for how, you know, by changing themselves, they can make it safe for men to change themselves too. Yeah. The way I look at it, Lean, is, you know, we are better at taking responsibilities for our kids, for our relationship and for our career compared to men. So that is why we are doing this. We're not doing this because a husband is not taking responsibility. We have to take 100% responsibility towards our relationship. And then when we have so much responsibilities, we have to be equipped with the tools. That's all we are saying. Yeah, absolutely. That Um, is called my method, Wonder Woman Toolkit, because we are all Wonder Women. We are all Wonder Women. And that's why, you know, there's so many great women out there doing such good work like yourself Pooja who are devising things to help women you know be better equipped but also letting women know that you know the onus isn't all on you but the reason we're sharing this and and why it is a good thing for you to accept that you know sometimes we as women have to take the lead in this because we are the ones that cease, 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 how get my teeth back in, source, are more likely to source um, self-help, you know, because we are women, purely because we're different to men and, and we are more likely to source self-help and therefore likely to share. You know, yeah. we're, when we think about the way girls um, solve problems, it's, it's by talking to each other and sharing. Men aren't like that. So I don't think that they're escaping their responsibilities and that we're not targeting them and that we, we don't think they should take equal responsibility. We do think they should take equal responsibility, but they just have to process information differently to women is what we're saying. And it's just understanding and forgiving them. <laughs> but that's the way they do their thing within this context, don't they? Yeah, yeah. Believe me, you know, having these tools does not make my life any easy. It's just that you you become, uh, you you respond better. That's the difference that it makes for me. I have to forgive my husband for so many things and I have to deal with the same problems that probably any woman would be going through in her marriage. So I am no different. <laughs> uh, the only difference that it makes to my marriage is that, you know, you come from a place of understanding rather than playing a victim card. That's the difference. 
yeah, it's understanding and response, responding from a place of love and compassion rather than reacting and finger pointing yeah. and blaming from a place of fear, isn't yeah. it? It's, it's a difference yeah. between those two things usually. Yeah, yeah, 100%. <laughs> so what, what um, things can women do, you know, when you're helping them identify? Because I think, you know, sometimes women... I know they will respond with, you know, oh, I haven't got time for any self-care. What, what's your attitude to that when they come up with that response, Pooja? Yeah, that's a lovely question, Lean, because, uh, you know, as I mentioned with one of my clients, self-care does not always necessarily have to be like um, getting ready the way you want to or painting your nails or going to spa or watching movies. It could be anything. Like if you value working on your career, that is your self-care. You're looking after yourself. Treat yourself like a five-year-old and you do everything for yourself that needs to be done. So which we do anyway, but sometimes there is a guilt. You know, this guilt is holding us back. So just letting go of guilt will automatically, you know, help you with your self-care. You don't have to be guilty if you look after yourself. You know, sometimes women come to us and they say that, like, say, I don't deserve this kind of coaching because I have to suffer. So there is some, yeah. I have seen, and believe me, God's honest truth. I have seen people like this and, you know, forget coaching. I have to help them with their own self-worth. So, so yeah. So self-care could be simple as doing things that you really, really want to do without guilt. Absolutely. And do you know what? It isn't selfish to give yourself self-care because without you being the best version of yourself, you can't give to others Exactly. Because if you are depleted, then you're going to be more irritable and you're less likely to have um, peace in your in your relationship, aren't you? Yeah, exactly, exactly. So when uh, I have clients that say, you know, well, I haven't got time to fit in any self-care, I'm overwhelmed as it is, I, I just ask them the question, you know, well, what can you, you know, what, what can you let go of to make yeah. time for you? Because it's so important. It's that important. Yeah. Yeah, in this day and age, we have to let go of our mobile phones. Yes. Lots of time. Hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah. Yeah. I think the way we are conditioned, Lean. You know, the other, the, the second woman that I was talking about. It's just the way you are conditioned. You, you are conditioned, especially from the background that I come. You know, you are you're taught all these things where you are said that you know, uh, do as your husband's please. Don't say anything. Do not complain. Please compromise and stuff like that. So this is the conditioning that we have to let go before we can do anything else. Yeah, and it is like you say, that important word, conditioning. We've been conditioned to think a certain way. We've been conditioned to behave a certain way. We've been conditioned to react rather than respond. You know, it's it's all about having this new level of awareness now and and being more conscious, isn't it, of what we're doing in terms of what we're saying to ourselves, in terms of our own self-talk, and then how is that impacting, you know, how we might respond to somebody and behave towards somebody, isn't it? Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Sometimes when we speak of self-talk, you know, the way we are talking to ourselves, and then sometimes it might come as a wrong message that I'm, am I not even supposed to complain? Or am I not even supposed to say what is what is it that I'm going through? But it's not about that. Yes, you can seek help, but make sure it's a professional help. Don't talk to your friends and family because they are no 
they don't know any better. They are living their own life. They have their own problems. But if you discuss your problems with someone who don't have a solution, then that's not going to help you. It's going to make it worse. So it's not about you not mentioning your problems. It's just about don't keep, keep repeating the same old broken record to your own self. Mm. Yes, you can say this to your uh, to someone who can help you but at the same time don't keep living the same stuff over and over again in your own mind that's what we are saying stop repeating the patterns and yeah. uh, I like what you said about not you know um, sharing this stuff with family and friends because unfortunately you know if you have people that you share your problems with that who are family and friends then they automatically have a bias then about yeah. your partner you yeah. know, and if you resolve that problem, that bias is still going to be there from that family member or friend, isn't it? And they're not going to look at your your partner maybe in a favorable way going forward. So, you know, yeah. like you say, it's never a good idea, is it, to do that? Yeah. yeah. Mostly what happens, Lynn, is you share something with your friend, for example, with regards to what might have happened between uh, between couples. And then like you said, if the problem resolved and when you meet them next time, they are going to ask you, oh, how's he doing on that matter? And you wouldn't like that. So you are the one who will get hurt because of what you have shared before. This is what I have learned. And you're all you're doing there is um, involving more people yeah. in, in your relationship. I mean, <laughs> as Princess Diana said, there was three people in her marriage. <laughs> <You know? laughs> And then quite often we can make that same mistake, can't we, by sharing with a, you know, another family member or a friend, you know, about what's going on. And, and then they're going to have, you know, that, that impact or that perception about your relationship, that, which isn't going to um, be a blessing going forward. It's just going to, you know, be, be maybe bringing in that negative energy around you still, isn't it, going forward? Yeah, yeah. And that is something that will keep you from healing anyway. So that is not what we recommend as a coach, do we, Lynn? <laughs> no, that's, and that's why, like you say, it's, 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 it's advisable to always speak to somebody who's neutral. You yeah. know, if you can't, uh, you know, if, afford to invest in a, in a coach or an expert, then, you know, at least speak to somebody who's neutral about yeah. what's going on rather than involving close anybody close to you. Yeah, yeah. 100%. <laughs> so on that note, Pooja, what, what is your best um, contact information for anybody that's interested in finding out more about your Wonder Woman toolkit? Yeah, so um, you can book a call with me. We can provide you with a link, which is a Calendly link, and you can book a call with me and you can talk to me about it. Okay, so where... What, what's, your, what's your main platform for actually getting contact? So you can contact me on Facebook. I have a page which is uh, Relationship Coaching with Pooja. Relationship Coaching with Pooja. It's Pooja Shah, S-H-A-H, on Facebook. And we'll always make sure that Pooja's information regarding other contact information is in our show notes so be sure to check Pooja's information in the show notes and on that final word Pooja yeah I'd just like to say thank you so much for sharing your wisdom and a little bit about your Wonder Woman toolkit for helping women oh, have healthier happier so. relationships 
Thank you. Thank you. Glad to be at service. And thank you for having me, Lean. You're very welcome. So listeners, I'm going to wrap up the episode like I always do by saying healing our hearts means opening your heart. And that's where true love starts. So until next time, goodbye for now. Thanks for listening to the Hearts Entwined podcast. You can follow Lynn via the Facebook group Two Hearts Entwined or search Lynn Smith, inspirational speaker at LinkedIn or email lynn at hearts-entwined.com. That's L-Y-N at hearts-entwined.com. Remember, true love starts with opening our hearts.